from Friday night football to the county fair, from picnics in the park to hometown parades, from big cities to small towns, we are proud to serve our communities. Last year, we volunteered 19,000 hours and donated $5 million to local charities. Because lending a hand to a neighbor and investing in the people and places around us is the right thing to do. We are Park National Bank, and we are proud to serve you. Member FDIC. Deadly storms ripped through parts of the U.S. this weekend. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, April 3rd. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At least 31 people died and more were injured. Tennessee was the hardest hit, but there was extensive damage from Alabama all the way up to Illinois. In Belvedere, Illinois, one person was killed and dozens were injured when the roof of a theater collapsed during a concert. Here's resident Bill Kay describing just how fast it happened. It just came in seconds, seconds. I mean, as I barely made it up the steps. I heard everything, I didn't see nothing, but I heard everything, boom, boom, boom. Went about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, and it was done. Looking ahead, storms are expected to continue this week. There could be some dangerous weather starting tomorrow afternoon in parts of the South and Midwest. Number two, an explosion at a cafe in St. Petersburg killed a pro-war Russian blogger. Vladlin Tartarsky was a popular military blogger who promoted Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He had more than 560,000 followers on his Telegram page. Russian authorities said that they were investigating Tartarsky's death as a murder and that a woman has been arrested. State media reported that at least 30 other people were injured in the blast. Number three. The U.S. economy could start facing even more pressure. Recent cuts to Medicaid and food stamp benefits mean that millions of households suddenly have less money to spend. Many lower-income Americans are now struggling to afford the essentials. The cuts are expected to shave off $80 billion in spending power from lower-income Americans this year alone. This could affect the economy as a whole, too. Consumer spending makes up nearly 70% of the U.S. economy. Experts say that if it slows down, it could be enough to tip the country into a recession. Republicans are still pushing for stricter election laws. That's story number four. According to one count, state lawmakers had introduced 150 restrictive election bills in North Carolina, Texas, Georgia, and other states as of late February. These measures include requiring proof of ID when voting by mail, prohibiting the use of private funds by election administrators, and beefing up investigations of alleged election-related wrongdoing. Republicans say the goal is to restore public faith in the integrity of elections, even though there's little evidence of election fraud. Number five. The number of babies in the U.S. who are born with syphilis is surging. Syphilis is a bacterial infection mainly spread through sexual contact, and it can also be passed from mother to child through the placenta. 
CDC data shows that nearly 2,700 infants were infected with syphilis in 2021. While the overall number seems low, public health officials say that no baby in developed nations should be born with syphilis. Most cases are preventable with testing and routine antibiotics. Experts say the rise in cases is because of the drug and homelessness crises, as well as inequities in the healthcare system. Number six. Kim Mulkey, in year two, has orchestrated a turnaround for the ages. LSU has captured its very first national championship. LSU won its first NCAA Women's Basketball Championship. Last night, the Tigers, led by head coach Kim Mulkey, beat the Iowa Hawkeyes 102-85 to in Dallas. The 102 points were driven by LSU's Jasmine Carson and Alexis Morris. That's a championship record. Tonight, Connecticut and San Diego State will play in the men's championship game. It starts at 9.20 p.m. Eastern time in Houston. You can watch it on CBS. Our last story today. A purple streak called Steve is appearing in the night sky. Nope, it's not wearing a cape. Steve is a rare distant cousin of the Aurora Borealis. The phenomenon generally appears as a long, slender purple and white arc. It was spotted again a couple of weeks ago. And we can credit citizen scientists for keeping track of Steve's sightings. It turns out that Steve appears most often in March and September near the equinoxes. This is also when aurora activity usually increases. So why is it called Steve? An aurora chaser pulled the name from a children's movie. Then scientists gave it a backronym, Strong Thermal Emission Velocity Enhancement, Steve. And just like that, you're all caught up and ready for Monday. And don't forget to drop a rating or a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.